and welcome to another edition of the Landlord and Tenant Podmess, the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? Up to now, the answer to that is no. When we left you guys last week, um, Mike and I were stuck in an elevator and I got out and the big cliffhanger at the end of the podcast episode was, did Mike die in that elevator? And the answer is, yes, Mike died in the elevator. But I'm back, baby! I technically passed away from a number of things. Uh, heat exhaustion, dehydration, uh, fear. That, it, that can kill a man. I had a heart attack. All of my organs stopped working. I died. But... Uh, like the phoenix that, rose, that famously rises from the ashes, I'm back because um, the good doctors at St. Michael's Hospital on <laughs> Queen Street and Victoria, I believe, they brought me back from the dead like, uh, like Lazarus also. I'm, I'm a phoenix and I'm Lazarus. So I'm back and uh, I'm feeling better than ever. Really? But I, I am a you little... You don't look your best. I'm well, not going to lie. You know, I'm not going to hold it against you. I just came back from... From the dead, James. Give a guy a break for once in your life. Um, yeah, I'm back. I'm not looking my best, but the doctors assured me uh, I, I will look normal again soon. Um, but I am a little. We, we have some business to clear up, you and me. Oh, okay. I'm Here a, we go. I'm a little annoyed that when you escaped the elevator, that I opened by wrenching the doors open, uh, by lying on the ground and spreading my legs and opening the doors that way. You escaped, and you promised you were going to get help for me, and you didn't. Well... That's, that's why I died, briefly. Well... How dare you? Well, let me say some... Well, first of all, how long were you dead for? Uh, uh 12 hours. <laughs> that's longer than Nikki Six was dead uh, when he was revived and then wrote the song, Kickstart My Heart. Wow, 12 hours. Yeah. My stars. I think I have... The I have the record, like the Guinness record now, for being dead the longest before wow. being brought back to life. Can I ask? I mean, people talk about seeing a white light. Mm -hmm. Did you see a white light? Or that's all? That's all garbage. No, no, really, I didn't see a white light. No, no, it's not true. What I did see is I saw it was kind of it was a light. Okay, but it had a brownish hue to it, and then oh. it turned yellow. Ew! But there was never a point that the light was white. So there was a light, but it was yes. brownie yellow? Then it turned yellow and stayed yellow, yeah. Ew. And, uh, well, what else happened? I, I heard sort of a beeping noise, uh, and it's, I just, there was a terrible smell oh. in the air, which huh. might have been because I was in the elevator, and because I died, of course, my bowels <laughs> evacuated, and uh, same thing with my bladder. So I was probably <laughs> dead lying in my own uh, filth for a bit, which explains uh, the terrible smell. Interesting. Yeah. Um, what about? Did you see all your loved ones or anything? No, 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 no one no. there. Um, who did I see? Uh, I guess I saw an ad, like a Burger King ad, uh, in my mind. And I, oh, I saw my childhood bully. Actually, that's the only oh, person I man. saw. The only person I saw. Yeah, that sucks. Not not a lot to look forward to well, there. I guess it's not like they they make it look in the movies. Oh, I'll man. Yeah. I'm anyway, sorry to hear that. Yeah. I'm so mad at you for letting me die in the elevator. Next time it happens, uh, I'm going to do that to you. Now, you know what? You, you, it's funny because you were dead for quite a while. 12 hours. Did you see that Black Mirror episode where 
a, a woman's boyfriend dies, but then she kind of recreates him as a robot, and he's just a bit different. Yeah, like he looks very similar, but he's just he's slightly like a different. Of all of his posts, yeah, his that's the vibe I'm getting from you right yeah. now. Oh, yeah, okay. like you're you look like Mike, and you're very similar to Mike, but something's right. just slightly different. Well, I hope I'm as good looking as the guy in that Black Mirror episode. Oh. I think, if I remember correctly, he is yeah. quite in shape. He's thin. He's thin. Anyway, Anyway, um, yes, I am sorry, I guess, that I did not uh, get help when you were stuck in the elevator. Um, Yeah, what did you get up to instead of getting help? Well, I did mean to get help. I got out of the elevator, and that was the first thing I thought to do. Okay, I got to tell someone. But then I got totally distracted because I... Let me guess. A lady walked by. Well, I wouldn't put it past me, but no... I got distracted because I had to go to the Teen Ravine concert. Oh. Guests on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Toronto Soft Rockers. Yeah, Dan Griffin, Nick Rose. Wow, it was great. I bought their album. They played in front of a quintet. What a time. I had a great time. It was $5 wines. Anyone who was at that place will know. Uh, Um, It's dangerous when you're around. Oh, no kidding. You didn't even even have to tip. It even said on the sign. My God. Uh, So I had a great time at Teen Ravine, and uh, wow. So I I had a great time. Well, I'm glad that as I was dead in an elevator, you Mm. were uh, gallivanting around uh, going to rock shows. Yeah, yeah, it was a week later. Yeah, That's a long time that you... Well, I had to think about it. I had to think about the concert, and I got into it. I sort of thought, oh, what if they invite me on stage? Did Um, they? No. They didn't. No. Were there any other notable Torontonians in the crowd? Any uh, sort of celebrities? At Teen Ravine? Sports professionals? Well, um... Yeah, the uh, Sportsnet media personality Bob McCowan really? was he there. Was Unfortunately, the he was fired recently, which oh, really upset no. me and podcast friend Tom Henry. Right, I didn't know he was into sort of like the yacht rock side of yeah. Side he, of he, you often see him at like cool indie concerts around Toronto. Does he wear those iconic? Uh, he wears them sunglasses. everywhere. Those shades. He wears right. them everywhere. Right. His cowboy boots. His uh, his necklace. And he's a little bit older than I, the average Toronto concert goer. I think he's about 70. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it was good. I chatted with him about his uh, wine company. Oh, does he have one? Bob McCowan owns a wine company, a winery right. in Niagara, and we chatted about the Jays. Right. So. Mm. You know who else owns uh, a winery? And mm-hmm. this is a bit off topic, but uh, Wayne Gretzky, number 99, the great one, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, some know him from hockey. Some know him from uh, the world of breakfast cereals. Uh, his his uh, cereal called Pro Stars. Um, but he his family owns a winery, and sadly, Toronto's best restaurant, Gretzky's Wayne Gretzky's, announced recently it's closing. I it's, saw that it's going to be redeveloped as condos of all things. Didn't you say you wanted to get that? Was where you wanted to have your wedding? I believe I probably did. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, I want my. The guests to have the best food and and drinks, uh, but yeah, it's going to be it's a sad day for Toronto. Well, let me just say this about Wayne Gretzky. I know his number was ninety nine, but if you heard about some of his exploits when he was a younger guy in Brantford, Ontario, let's just say maybe he, the number he should have picked was sixty nine. Really? Yeah. So as a young, rising hockey player, he had a bit of a reputation for like constantly sixty uh, nineing. He did. He did. He did. Weird. It's a thing in Brantford, Ontario. Brantford, Ontario, mm. home of also the late Phil Hartman and wow. Alexander Graham Bell lived there, I believe. <laughs> Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, imagine his first phone call to Wayne Gretzky. Like, are you are you 69ing? Yeah. 
what was the real first phone call? It was. It's Watson. I need you. Hmm. Which makes for what? Yeah. Uh, hmm. You gotta wonder. I think that was the very first booty call. Watson, I need you. Yeah. In yeah. bed. I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, if you are, uh, I think this is the last summer that Wayne Gretzky's restaurant will be uh, no! in existence. So if you are coming to Toronto, if you're a tourist or if you live here, get down there and have a meal before it's gone forever. Absolutely. Couldn't yeah. agree more. Yeah. Well, um, well, I'm glad you're back alive, Mike, I guess. And, well, thank you. And uh, I wish you many as many more years as you got left in that, in that ticker, because I know it's been through a lot. It's been and, through a lot, uh, yeah. You know, I know that you've put you've put a lot of miles on that thing. Yeah, I don't look it, but it's like if I were a you car. You do look it. Well, that's debatable. But if I were a car, I feel like I'd look pretty new. <laughs> but if you looked at the what is it, the odometer that, mm-hmm, that clocks mm-hmm. mileage? Yeah, it would be a lot more than you thought. Be uh yeah, five hundred thousand kilometers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, anything else we wanted to get to uh, before we get to our segment? Oh, um. Thank you so much to our Patreon people. Patreon people, we love you. And we know that we have been a little bit uh, bad. We've been bad boys. We haven't put out a bonus episode for a little bit, but we're on it. We're We're on it. We're on it. And we actually did it uh, on purpose to make you uh, wonder what the heck is going on. So it is. there is method to our madness. It's like, yeah, when you're dating someone and you're a bit mean to them. Yes, that's what we're doing. That's what keeps keeps them loving you. But we're going to do a bonus episode soon, and it's going to be... It's going to blow your uh, mind and knock your socks off. Mm. Mm. Um, well, maybe we should do uh, our segment. It's segment time in Canada. We're going to do a segment that you're going to love. Hot time segment in the city. Okay. Uh, it's summer. Um, one of the main things we love to do in the summer to get away from the heat is go to see a summer blockbusters. And there have been some unbelievable summer blockbusters out this year. Um, so Mike and I thought we'd do a segment called Summer Blockbuster Facts. These are some facts and little interesting tidbits about some of the summer's biggest movies. And maybe these are things that the average moviegoer maybe wouldn't have caught. But, you know, we, we pay more attention than the average moviegoer. We're, we're cinephiles. Or movie buffs. And, James, you're another type of file as far as I'm... Oh, is that true? Okay, is that no, true? it is not true. No. Okay. Um, Avengers 2. Avengers Endgame 2. Mm. Remember, remember that one? Yes. Um, that was filmed with uh, a, a bunch of movie... Uh, superheroes, excuse me, were in that movie. Almost every superhero you could name... Um, what people don't know is there was one, uh, superhero that, that, uh, did film a scene, but was left on the cutting room floor. Oh, is that so? And that was Sully. Sully was supposed to be in Avengers Endgame 2. Sully, sorry. Which... The pilot who landed the plane oh, in the Hudson River. The miracle on the Hudson. Yeah, so right. he had a scene where he was going to help the Avengers as well. Really? Um, you know, he's going to, like land a plane into uh thanos or something into him yeah he was gonna like crash a plane into thanos but they were worried it was God. too 9-11-y oh i can see that yeah. yeah so they cut the scene unfortunately but wouldn't that have been cool to see sully help the avengers yeah and would it would it have been the actual sully or would it be tom hanks uh no real sully real sully really yeah that would have been so interesting it's one of those one of those great what ifs <laughs> no kidding right no kidding Oh, okay. My first uh, summer blockbuster fact. Um, 
so we all know that one of the biggest movie franchises since uh, the early 2000s is the Fast and Furious Furious series, excuse me. Yeah. And Hobbs and Shaw is an offshoot of that. It's part of it, you know. Uh, you got Jason Statham. You got Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You've got Vin Diesel as mm-hmm. well. Now, in the news lately, there has been this story about um, these three stars. They're so competitive with each other that they have this, this insane sort of contract where uh, each of them, like, no one can win a fight. No one can be a loser. So they all have to always sort of make it, have an even draw in a fight. They have to receive this, the same number of punches, kicks, and headbutts. You know, they're very touchy for, uh, for tough guys. Yeah. Everything has to be equal. Um, and it goes down to beyond just fights in the movies. Okay. It includes everything. I mean, they have to be equally bald in these films. Really? And one thing I just recently learned that you might not know is that the contract extends to... Now, this is totally true. All three stars have to have the exact same penis length. Really? In these films. Yeah, and there's one scene in the Hobbs and Shaw movie where they all go to, they all go to the bathroom. Did you, do you remember that scene? I think so. So if you pause that scene, you'll see that their penises are the exact same length. And to, to achieve this effect, it's not digital effects, it's... Uh, Jason Statham had to have a few extra inches added onto his penis. Wow! Yeah, he huh. was—he was the smallest guy in the cast. I think I would have—I think I believe that. I think I would have clocked that. Yeah. Wow! And, uh, and they had to take a few inches off the rocks. Wow! Those so, guys are so committed, you know. Yeah. To the roles, they'll gain weight, they'll lose weight, they'll add to their penis, they'll take a bit off. Yeah. Only Vin Diesel didn't have to do anything. Lucky Vin. Yeah, so he was the exact medium. Uh, median? Medium. What's the word uh, between them? <laughs> so, wow. So that's, that's crazy. That's nuts. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Very, very cool. Um, all right. Here's my second summer movie fact. How about that summer blockbuster smash Midsummer? Oh, spooky stuff. I saw it uh, with uh, Chris Locke, and wow, we loved it. Mm. There's a scene in Midsummer where a woman... Put some of her menstrual blood in a guy's food. Ugh. Now, what you don't know is that that scene was improvised. What? Yeah. So that's a fun little, it's a little fact. Really? It's a bold move by that actress, and it paid off. Yeah, not in the script. No, wow, that's no, crazy. no. Can you imagine if you went to a restaurant and someone did that to your food? You'd be so, uh, uh, can I speak to the it manager? Takes, it takes waiter, there's a fly in my soup to a whole new level. I think you should submit a New Yorker cartoon about this. <laughs> yeah. That'd be very good. All right, my second summer blockbuster fact concerns another uh, superhero franchise, the Spider-Man series. And uh, something I clocked recently, and I don't think you saw it, I don't think most people saw it, uh, in Spider-Man Far From Home, of course, the actor Tom Holland stars as uh, Spidey. Mm-hmm. And there's one scene, so the, the big villain is Mysterio, played by Jake Gyllenhaal. And at one point, they're fighting, and I don't know how they, they didn't cut this out, because it's so crazy. At one point, Tom Holland looks at Mysterio and says, Stop it! I am Batman! Oh. And he's Spider-Man! So oh he made a my mistake. God. And no one caught this, because it's, first of all, he's Spider-Man, he's not Batman, and Batman is part of the DC Comics universe, oh. not uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That is terrible. What a fail. Yeah, epic fail. Mm-hmm. All right, here's my third and final Hollywood blockbuster fact. That uh, new Tarantino flick. Oh, Quentin's back. 
Quentin's back. Mm, the iconic theme song. Yeah. Well, he made a movie called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which yeah. was a great movie. Um, but originally, the original concept was to call it Once Upon a Time in Hollywood North. No! And instead of being tangentially about the Sharon Tate Manson murder, it was supposed to be about a drunk driving incident near a Knob Hill Farms in Richmond Hill. Oh, because Hollywood North is, is like Toronto. The Toronto yes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yes. So that, wow. that they decided, though, maybe that wasn't quite as interesting. Uh, so they have the same sort of uh, cool appeal as, yeah. as Hollywood. So they thought, rather than make it about a, a middle-aged man getting caught drunk driving <laughs> near a Knob Hill Farms in Ontario, let's just set it in California and have it be about the Manson murders. I mean, I... You know, maybe I'm not the average moviegoer, but I would love to see that version of the movie. Yeah, it was just sort of like a 48-year-old dad who was a bit stressed about having kids and right. drank too much, drove home, and you know, mm. he lost his license for six weeks. Are there still Knob Hill Farms uh, grocery stores? Great question. I don't know. Okay. We'll ask our guest. Yeah. Maybe he knows. Uh, I'm looking forward to our guest, by the way. Me too. Me yeah. too. All right. Uh, so my third and final uh, summer blockbuster fact is uh, is about the movie Yesterday, the Danny Boyle movie about. Uh. Uh, now the way it is on the screen is about a guy, um, a guy named Jack, played by the uh, the actor Himish Patel, who's the only guy alive who remembers the Beatles. Can you mm. imagine that? Can you imagine <laughs> that, right? Um, but that wasn't the original premise of the movie. Okay. No, you see, the original premise of the movie, and they had to change it, was that uh, Himish Patel's character was the only person alive. Who remembered Rob Zombie? Oh, wow. Right, he gets bonked on the head. There's like a power outage around the world. And he wakes up and he's the only one who remembers songs he- like Dragula and More Human Than a Man or Thunder Kiss 65. I think it isn't that song called More Human Than Human? More Human Than Human, yes. Yeah. Isn't that what I said? You said More Human Than a Man. Oh, oh okay. That's weird. You can stop. Uh, I, no, I just came back from that. That's dead, a great so. premise, too, though, because like if, if you woke yeah. up and no one had heard of Rob Zombie, you'd become a millionaire. Yeah. All you'd have to do is like create this weird character and sing these great songs. you know. And, and the movies as well. He's the only one who remembers Rob Zombie's films that he directed called House of a Thousand Corpses, Werewolf Women of the SS, and... And an episode of CSI Miami that I guess he directed. Oh, wow. Crazy. And so he becomes a worldwide phenomenon, right? By performing these songs on acoustic guitar. And then it ends with him uh, being elected uh, president. Damn. That is... That's a... I mean, wow. Maybe that'll be the sequel. Well, (laughs) I'd love (laughs) to see that. Well, Mike, that about does it for Summer Blockbuster Facts. What a segment. That here was we are. Fun. Very summery. Very good. Oh, one. we're in the yeah. thick of it. We're in the thick of summer here. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think it probably makes sense to take a break now, yeah. recalibrate, and come back with our guest. Sounds good. Oh, that's so interesting. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this special episode of the Landlord and Tenant Podmess. Uh, still going three years strong. Wow. It's time for our guest, and this week, uh, I'm very excited to have him. He is a stand-up comedian. He's a journalist. He's a public intellectual. He's from Northern Ontario originally. Please welcome to the show, Jordan P- Foisey. 
Hey, everybody. Oh, <laughs> you almost uh, tricked me up there. Hi, everybody. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Nice out to there. see you, too. <laughs> nice to see you, too. How thanks are you for being here, Jordan. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm sorry I'm not the Jordan you like so much, James, but, uh-huh. uh, you, know, you know, maybe I can do my best. I have been eating solely meat for a while, Yeah. and I have weird sweats, so that's, that's good. It's true, because you do have another... Jordan that you you like to listen to and talk about. Well, you know, hey, the 10 Rules to Life is a bestseller at Indigo for a reason. It's true. Yeah, I've yeah. never seen a um, book go from quicker from like on every shelf to like every bargain bin like so fast. Like there's 10 rules of like there's definitely 10 rules of life propping up somebody's Bowflex right now. <laughs> Multiple Bowflexes. So many Bowflexes. Maybe if Chris Benoit had lived long enough, he could have uh, learned a thing or two from that book. Because he didn't he didn't his, he passed away and he mur- a bowflex was involved. He murdered his uh, whole family and then hung himself with a bowflex. From flex. a bowflex, <laughs> I think so. We're off to a rip roaring start. That's gonna be the next. That's gonna be the next Tarantino movie. The but it's gonna star. but it's gonna be like an alternative history where somebody brutally kills Chris Benoit before he could kill his family. Are there Chris Benoit? Truthers out there who oh, think that for something sure. else happened. For sure. Like a Q and on, but yeah. for that, yeah. Yeah, wow. Exactly. People who think that Chris Benoit is just waiting to em- yeah. emerge, like sort of like people think that JFK Jr. is, is that still what alive. Q yeah. is? The, the Q community, they think JFK Jr. is alive. Yes, That's they think he it, yeah. faked his own death, and he's Why? been slowly, like in the in the shadows, waiting for Trump to emerge, and he's been like. Promoting Trump all yeah. this time. What? I'm gonna start a conspiracy theory right here. Would you guys? Is this an okay platform to start Absolutely. with? Absolutely. Do we yeah, know yeah. Uh, new uh, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson? Are we aware yes. of this? Fellow? Yep. Yeah. Bo- Bojo. Bojo. I my new conspiracy theory, and I think it's true. They, uh, I've dug into it. Act. Boris Johnson is actually uh, deceased professional wrestler Owen Hart. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. And what do you base this on? Appearance. <laughs> Solely physical appearance. I'm going to throw one out. Okay. I think he could be um, an adult version of the child actor who played Dennis the Menace in the early 90s movie with Walter Matthau. I believe his name was Mason Gamble. Oh. Mason I don't know why I remember that, but he looks like a grown-up Dennis the Menace. Interesting. But that could just be true. That's less yeah. a conspiracy theory. There's no reincarnation involved. Or, That's did, true. When you died, Mike, did you find <laughs> out who was faking there? Is there like, do you see like, mm. do you see people that aren't, that are, we think they're dead, but they're not actually dead? Yes and no. Do okay. you have any specific uh, Like questions? Tupac. <laughs> is Tupac still alive? Uh, Tupac is still alive, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Anyone else? Uh, Elvis. Elvis, he recently died. <laughs> recently wow. died, okay. Doing what? He uh, opioids. Uh, yeah, oh, they'll get. They got everybody, yeah, don't yeah. they? Fentanyl really, got everybody. Yeah, Tom yeah. Petty, Elvis. <laughs> Is that what happened to Tom Petty? Yeah, man. OD. Oh, really? I think it was fentanyl, and I think Prince too. I think Prince yeah. too. Yeah. So they're just doing drugs that rock stars always do, and it's laced with fentanyl. I'm not yeah. entirely. I think they were doing them. I think Prince was doing it because he was he was addicted to painkillers, but it was to keep the show on the road, you know. Mm. The road, it's the road that kills him. Wow. Now you're a you're a road dog, right? I'm a you're bit a, of a road dog. I've been around Canadian? this nation, yeah, 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 you're, yeah. You have the voice. Your voice has a gruffness that evokes road doggedness. <laughs> yeah. Well, I it love is, it. My yeah. voice is getting gruffer. 
Yeah. Now, is it, it something yeah. you you work on, or is it something that just happens that snuck up on you one day? It kind of just <laughs> snuck up. On, it kind I just had this voice, and I would say my appearance doesn't really match my voice. Would you agree? Like, I don't look like my voice. No, I think you're right. Yeah, like my voice. My voice sounds like I've definitely robbed a gas station. <laughs> yeah, but, you, but just to be clear, look, you haven't. I have not robbed, a gas, not robbed a gas station. You look like a Toronto guy. I look like a Toronto guy. I look like a Toronto guy. I act like a Toronto guy. But you got the voice yeah. of uh, you're a cyclist. Like, you're like I look uh, like I look like I've 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 uh, <laughs> like I've haggled at a farmer's market. Yeah. But I sound like um, I have regrettable tattoos. <laughs> Do you have any tattoos? I don't. I'm tattoo free. Excellent. Did you get? Did you come close? Because you were telling us you grew up in Sault Ste. Marie. I did grow up in Sault Ste. Marie. What you guys were talking about, uh, I've. I oh, actually I saw a sign in Sault Ste. Marie that maybe I will get a tattoo of because it was so funny. <laughs> they have this thing in Sault Ste. Marie where they think misspelt signs is like a catchy good business idea. Like, <laughs> oh, we'll get ahead of the if we if our sign spelled wrong. So they had one. It was for a secondhand video game store, <laughs> and it was called Vintage Games and Junk. But junk was written in cursive, and it was spelled J U N Q U E. Junk, yeah, like it was classy. They don't like, need junk at all, anyway. Why don't you just say vintage games? <laughs> vintage games and junk, junk. like yeah. Did you oh go in? Like God. what was the junk? It was closed. It was closed. I was oh. I was looking for a bar on Sunday night because I was there for a week. I was I was there for there was a wedding book ending the uh, a whole week. I had a wedding at the start and a wedding at the end. Wow, great and, excuse uh, to spend a week in Sault Ste. Marie. It was nice. It was, was nice. It? Yeah, it was weirdly is Sault, nice. Is Sault Ste. Marie nice? No, it's a. There's a part of it that's a, a bleak. It's very bleak and like mm-hmm. uh, the only job that's really happening. The only for sure employment you can get there is as a karaoke night host like that's like the only job that survived but uh are they unionized up there oh they're getting there we're organized we're organizing them we're trying to get them organized yeah but it's hard you know it's hard it's like it's like uh herding sheep is the expression um but yeah i was back home uh so i wanted to bring up you guys are talking about all the rumors about Wayne Gretzky before in Brantford. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. But he spent his teen days in Sault Ste. Marie. He played for the OHL team there. Wow. The Hounds. The Sault Ste. Marie oh, Hounds. Yeah. That's very interesting. Mm, now, that's... did you ever, uh, would this have been before your time? Before my time, but all every uncle in Sault Ste. Marie has a story about Wayne Gretzky. Like, oh, I saw Gretzky finger banging a buck bunny behind the Robin's Donuts. Now, that, that's, so it's like these stories are passed down <laughs> From oral tradition, yeah, like more seared into our <laughs> sear into our collective consciousness. <laughs> now, for our non-Canadian listeners, yeah. maybe explain what what the term what what does the term puck bunny mean? Oh, pu- I know what it means. James knows what it means. Oh yeah, <laughs> puck bunny. I guess is a girl that has sex with <laughs> hockey players. They must have an equivalent in the states, I guess. Maybe it's a. A football uh, gal or something. Yeah. I don't know. Field hockey bunny. Field puck bunny? Mm. Does that exist? Do you think Gretzky then lost his virginity in your hometown? That's a great question. Wow, yes. I bet you he did 100%. Because how old are OHL players? That's 16? what that statue's about. Yeah. There's a statue of Wayne Gretzky premature ejaculating <laughs> in my hometown. <laughs> <laughs> it's... <laughs> 
<laughs> is it a fountain? Like yeah, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. A, but it only it just it's just a light spritzing of uh, straight on the waterfront. It's quite graphic. We're the only we're the only municipality in Ontario. This is true. Whose waterfront is NC seventeen? The kids aren't allowed. You the just, you just gently touch it, and it immediately just splooshes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, you yeah, know, we've all ha- been there. As, and it goes, guys. oh no, is what the statue, the statue talks. <laughs> the statue talks. Wow. And, <laughs> there should, yeah, that's, 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 that's beautiful. It's a, yeah, that's it's nice. a beautiful statue. Another Canadian hero is from Sault Ste. Marie. If you guys don't mind, we can get Please, into it. Please, let's get into it. Fascinating place. Roberta Bondar. The first female Canadian astronaut? Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Now, does she ever hang around and, and like walk, and does she throw that sort of, uh, I'm a big, big shot here vibe. Yeah, she's like, you don't, you don't mess with me. I'm Roberta Bondar, the <laughs> first sp- woman in space. <laughs> fuck I will you. Fuck you up. <laughs> uh, no, but okay, so this is maybe this story is kind of heartwarming. You know, it might not even be funny, but here we oh, go. No problem. Please. So we like to have a variety of stories. So you told a story about the prematurely ejaculating Gretzky. Now yeah. it's time for something, something you know, light, har- something yeah, nice. Something, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Roberta Bonner went to the same elementary school that I did, and then the same high school, which doesn't exist anymore. My high school is destroyed. Damn. So sorry. What it's, it's just a field. It was very, it was very disorienting. Was it a terrorist attack? Or uh, a- yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was. It was like the Mumbai attacks. <laughs> horrifying, awful, awful horrifying. Stuff. They got a statue of that as well. It's right beside. <laughs> it's right beside the premature Jack. I would love to do a statue tour of your hometown. Oh, there's amazing ones. There is actually a bust of Roberta Bonner. That's a real statue. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Coming everywhere. But uh... <laughs> okay, so this is the story. A heartwarming story. Um, elementary school, same elementary school, and then same um, high school. And then I went to Trent University, University in Peterborough, Ontario. And when I was there, she was like the chancellor. Ooh. And so she was giving out the, the diplomas. Hmm. And then when was she I... she wearing her astronaut's helmet? She was wearing her whole astronaut's helmet, yes. <laughs> she was so hot. It was right. visible. She right, was right. just pouring sweat. Because it's, yeah. And then I went up to her and I was like, she went, congratulations. And then I went... This is like the most sincere I've ever been. Uh, and because then I was like, I've been waiting four years to tell you this. Went to the same elementary school as you, same high school as you, and now I'm meeting you. And then she's like, oh, well, give me a big Sault Ste. Marie hug. And then we hugged. That's nice. Isn't that nice? Wow. And so what is it? What is a Sault Ste. Marie hug? Is it the same <laughs> as like, um, you know, a Toronto hug? Uh, uh, she reached her hand in my, po- in my pocket and took my wallet, bud. <laughs> oh, is she a scumbag? <laughs> oh, she's a dirty scumbag. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Roberta Bondar literally gets in fights all the time, like full out fist fights. Wow. Yeah, well, I feel like Roberta Bondar definitely is a dirtbag at heart. Was she the first? Canadian Roberta Bondar to steals gas with her mouth. <laughs> a lot of gas robbing. Is it true she Jumps. was the first uh, astronaut to like to light up and smoke a dart in space? <laughs> for sure, yeah, for sure. No one, no one in space can hear you. Be fucking cool. That's what she said. <laughs> I think she is cool, though. I think Roberta Bonner is legit she's a, cool. She's cool. That is cool. Yeah. She is cool. Is she on a money or a commemorative no. coin or something? She should That's be. fucking bullshit. Yeah, put yeah. her on okay. a coin at least. Yeah. Let's get uh, Borden off the $100 bill. And Take put, him off. Roberta Bondar. I'd be down there. with that. Yeah. Fuck right. wow. And uh, <laughs> the premature ejaculating Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> now, have you ever been to Wayne Gretzky's and I, the restaurant? You know what? I've never been to a Gretzky's, what? but I do. I think I'm going to check it out before it gets destroyed by condos. You know what's crazy? There's a lot of condos going up in Sault Ste. Marie, which is really, really, yeah, it's crazy. Wow, it's weird. So, weird. so people in Sault Ste. Marie are like, "Oh, these condos." Yeah, exactly. That is actually happening. It's wow. so fucked up. I feel like if you live out there. You know, you might as well have a house and a yard because yes. you know, I don't know why else you're there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, not to be mean. No, it's I mean, exactly it, true. Like, you live I don't in a know. small space if you're in a cool city because you're like, well, I'm in a cool city, so yeah. I live in a small how, little thing. How long is the drive from Toronto to Sault Ste. Marie? It's like nine hours. Nine Holy hours. crap. Okay. And people man. make the commute every day. No. <laughs> <laughs> I leave five minutes before I arrive. <laughs> Um, wow, but, nine hours. Where the hell is Sault Ste. Marie? It's. Uh, <laughs> I guess we should have. I guess we should have uh, talked about this. It's right. It, you know where the Great Lakes like all meet? Yeah, it's right there. Whoa. Oh, and then there's a there's also a Sioux, Michigan, Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, right across. The, so there's a bridge, right? There's a Michigan. bridge that connects the two. Wow, which is better, Ontario? Or- so here's the thing. I mm. had this weird theory that Michigan was better. I have, I've always thought there was more, there was more happening over there. That's so depressing. Like, yeah. Sault Ste. Marie was so bad that you thought Michigan. I always thought the Michigan uh, was one better. was better. Wow. And and then I went across when I was home just to check it out, and uh, it's decidedly not better. Wow. <laughs> oh man. Hey, that's cool though. Way to go, because Ontario. Because the, the thing is, all these border towns, like most of Canada, is by the border. So yeah. these mm-hmm. cool places by the border. But if you're if there's an American place and it's beside. The fucking Canadian border, unless it's like Detroit, it's normally like the end of America. <laughs> like Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan is fucking way up there, and it's it was in it was everyone was and not to body shame, but everyone looked like fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> not to body shame, but everyone there should have been dreadfully ashamed by their appearance. <laughs> Let's just say they need an astronaut of their own to find planet fitness. Uh, yeah, exactly. Do it they was, have an equivalent of Roberta Bondar in Sioux, Michigan? That's uh, like, what's their equivalent? Uh, their equivalent of Roberta Bondar there is the first like, woman who left her house. <laughs> yeah. Saw a couple of Trump 2020 uh, hats. Couple Trump, yeah, saw, wow. Yeah. It is... It is weird. You'd sort of assume near the border, well, you know, it's getting more liberal the closer you get. But I don't think that's the case. No, it's the opposite. And yeah. I, I would always think that, too, because I'd be like, as soon as you would go across, dude, the entire downtown in Sioux, Michigan, every like light pole, light post or whatever, has a picture of a dead veteran. Wow. <laughs> So that's their equivalent of the Roberta Bonner right. statue is a picture of a veteran. Not as fun. Not as fun. Not as fun. More heroic, maybe. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Is that crazy? That's all that part's true. It was fucked. <laughs> it's a fucking it's it was one of the Oh, such an awful place. So wow. there was a story now, uh I've been closely following the saga of uh Canada's uh Runaway teens. Oh, the murder teens. The murder yeah. teens. Yeah. Uh, and Wouldn't last a fucking day in the Sioux, bud. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Yesterday, there were reports that they may have crossed the border from Manitoba into Ontario. <gasps> no. So if they do, maybe you could give a, you could, I don't know, uh, off the top of your head, Yeah. give them sort of a uh, list of things to do if they do happen to make it to Sault Ste. Marie. Like oh. where, where to eat. Where where, to, okay, uh, well, one, they'll... Where to stay, maybe. Well, so they'll love... You know what they should do? They should take a cab. Because every night there, 
when I would get a cab home, like late at like two. The guy, because the murder teens are Nazis, right? They're like racist. Yeah, or whatever. they are. Just to be clear, yeah. we don't support the murder. Yeah, teens. No, no, I was no. sort of okay with them no. up to now. No, no they're, they're they're so what they want to do is get a cab. Yeah. Because I would every night I would start every cab ride the same way because the person working the dispatch is um is Indian and he, he had a strong accent and so every time the cab would show up, the cab driver would go like the cab driver would be like, hey, how'd you? How'd you find the dispatch guy? Did you understand him? And I'd always have to be like, uh, and I'd always have to be like, yeah, it was fine. It was totally fine. And then the cab driver would always be like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's figuring it out. <laughs> so he was ready to be really digging. Oh, he, uh, he was ready to get going. And then it's like, like, oh, you live in Toronto. Okay. Um, <laughs> get out of my cab. <laughs> That's so funny. But where else? What else? I mean, you could go to vintage games and junk. Junk. Right. Imagine the two teens getting, imagine they got arrested. You could get into retro gaming. Yeah, just because. Yeah. Or they are taken down in a hail of bullets. They're probably feeling a little. They're, <laughs> they'll pro- they're probably feeling uh, a little horny, and unfortunately for them, right. Sue Saint Marie's strip club burned to the ground. Wow! What was it? One fatality. Oh God! That must have been awful for oh, the town that well. probably loved its strip club. Oh, very much so. What yeah. was the strip club called? Studio Ten. It's and like- then you would say you're going to the dime. Oh God! That's <laughs> was this. Would this have the same impact tonight? on Sault Ste. Marie as, as perhaps it's the like burning when, of Notre Dame in Paris? <laughs> yes. And you know what's crazy? Our richest people said they were going to give some money to rebuild it. No, Not a did. fucking dime showed up. <laughs> but meanwhile, good, honest, hardworking Suites are putting in their cigarette. They're trying oh to God. get it done. Yeah. So uh, what, what caused the fire? Is nobody any... knows. Uh, obviously, people think it's arson, right? Like sort of like insurance mm. money. But nobody actually knows what caused it. Too horny, some say. I've never been to a small town strip club um it's not too much did different. you go to the dime when you were a younger guy i did go to i probably went two three times to the dime yeah <laughs> yeah and then there's another one called this one was a franchise though it's called pure platinum then that one just closed down pure platinum. oh that's yeah, too not bad as good. but yeah the dime burned to the ground it sucks when oh, the independent no. strip clubs close and these chains come yeah in, exactly you know? yeah. like Starbucks. support your local artisanal strip Club. Wow. When yeah. I, by the way, speaking of taxis in small towns, I was in North Bay recently, and they have their own Uber. They don't have Uber, but they have like their own Uber. But it's like What's there's it only called? five drivers, so hopefully one of them's driving. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but they have their own Uber in North Bay. That, that, imagine that they sense. make billions, like the Uber guys. Well, they had. Like- <laughs> You have to download an app and everything. In Sault Ste. Marie, they don't have Uber, but they do have this thing where a guy will come, two guys will come. Two guys. Two guys in one car will will come, and one of them will drive your car home. And then that's like, a good that's a good bad. service. It's not bad. I, I mean, would, they talk about it as if it's a fucking miracle. They're like, yeah, it was tough getting around until uh, I forget what it's called, but uh, until yeah. they showed up, yeah. right? Because yeah. everyone would have to drink and drive otherwise. Or uh, yeah, there's a lot of drinking and driving. In right? every small town, it feels like there is because because oh. uh, it's hard to get around. Yeah, what and, I, and you love everywhere loves drinking. It's so true. It's it's literally hard to get around. What's the best bar in Sault Ste. Marie? Or what's the popular bar? This is a hard question. Cause, okay, so when I first got there, I got there on a Friday night, and I tried to find a place to drink, and every bar was empty. It was very weird. Oh. And then I asked the cab driver, and he was like, yeah, everyone just parties in their garage now. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that must be a symptom of the uh, dire uh, economic, economic times we're living in, and especially in a place like Sault Ste. Marie. I don't know. I think it's more... 
uh, yeah, because it is it is interesting where people would people often say, you know, they'll be like, it's just too expensive. So there is a sort of there is right. like they're really like feeling the the pinch up there, like <laughs> sort of inflation and stuff like that. Uh, I would say the best bar used to be it's called Koch's Corner. Now it's called. Oh yeah, this is a this is the best bar. Here's where the murder teens can go. They can go to this place. <laughs> it was called. It used to be called Foggy Notions, and uh, I was having outside having a smoke with my friend. Oh, you're a smoker. That's how I got the voice like right. this. No, it was just the, the one time, uh, <clears throat> and uh, or if I'm writing, you know, I try. I get all Hemingway. I'm like, <laughs> um, but uh, this this woman's having a smoke with us, and then this. Little guy kept walking past her, and he was like, he kind of had bagel boss energy, you know that like oh little that little guy, guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Women don't like guys who are yeah. short. So he and he's like yelling at this woman, and he's like, he's like, oh, you're fucking talking to these guys now, huh? You're talking to them, and he kept walking past, and then and then coming back, and then uh, and then um. He was like, oh, you're fucking talking to them, right? And then eventually they start yelling at each other. Then oh. they start pushing each other. And then the woman <laughs> hits him in the mouth and knocks his tooth out. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And so then at this point, I kind of like stand between them with my arms up because I don't know how to really deal with violence. But I'm like, oh, we need to stop this. So I'm like standing between them with my arms up. Wow. And then, and then um, they're like yelling at each other. And then the little guy, he like pushes me or like grabs my arm. And then my friend <laughs> goes... You touch Jordan again, you're fucking dead. So that was pretty cool. Wow. And then, and then after that, they're like pushing, yelling, and then me, me and my friend just looked at each other, and then we were like, "Let's get the fuck out of here!" Like we realized, like we had no reason to be doing this, like to stop them from fighting. And was this from your, your recent trip? <laughs> that just ha- that happened like yeah, three weeks ago. Oh Jesus Christ, shit, man. Yeah, Sue Sam is awesome. Murder teens are gonna have a great. I, I bet you if the murder teens got there, they would probably be like local heroes. <laughs> They'd be embraced by <laughs> the community. Man, that's um, wild. Yeah. Insane stuff. Now, Jordan, yeah. um, you had a bit of uh, international fame recently. I did. Because you were on, you were in a picture oh, on yes. the Slate website <laughs> for an article about the Raptors this. NBA championship victory. Really? Oh, you didn't know this? No. Oh, yeah. I was on... So <laughs> and we were with you that night. We were right yeah. there when oh, the picture was taken. Yeah. That's right. We all partied on Queen Street. Oh, yeah, Queen yeah. Street, having a time. <laughs> yeah, when I were you there when I ran across the fountain? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so somebody took a photo of me doing that. And you're shirtless. I'm shirtless. Oh, And nice. uh, for the listeners, so it was like, I let my full Sault Ste. Marie out that night. <laughs> me and friend of the pod, Tom Henry, were walking around with pylons on our head. Because we were like, we have to... Isn't that weird when... The only way to celebrate, it's like, what's the stupidest thing I can do right now? Pile on head. Um, but I saw this fountain and people were in it. And then I was like, I have to really cherish this moment. So I took my shirt off, ran across the fountain with the Raptors flag. Halfway through, I felt dumb. Halfway through, I was like, this is stupid. No one cares about me. <laughs> Not true. Right, so no you one's... think, sort of leading up, you're like, this is going to be a fun moment. Everyone's going to love me and yeah. laugh. And then you're doing it, and you're like, oh, God. Yeah, I'm like, this is lame. I'm fucking lame. And then, but then on the way back, I was like, it was like the, it was the, maybe the first time in my life where I ever instilled confidence, where I was like, no, believe in yourself. And then I unfurled the flag. Oh. I was like, yeah. And then I could feel it coming up. And then anyways, like, 
weeks later, or not weeks later, like a couple days later, I was on, I think I was just on Slate for looking at a different article. Because you're a news hound. Because you're a hound. leftist. I'm a lefty. I'm a lefty, you know. <laughs> Tough talking lefty. And then, uh, and then I saw a thumbnail, and it was like, the headline was like, Toronto descends into Drake led Drake led Bedlam. Okay. Bedlam. <laughs> and the thumbnail was a picture of me. That's I was cool. Like, Is that me? That's kind of neat. Because you're you are a huge Raptors fan. Huge. Like huge even fan. not just this year, like every year. Every year. Every um year. I, it sucked when Kawhi left, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it did suck. I was legitimately sad. I was sad for a week, I, I got, would say. I was so sad. I got a text and then I was like Fuck! I was like really sad, and I was, and I. Was, and you got a text from Tom, right? Yeah, Tom who was said, with me, and Tom and I were in North Bay, and we had nothing to do, so we were playing Yahtzee and basically drinking. Oh no! And then we're like, oh, we're killing time. We're in North Bay, and then I'm like, on, I look on Twitter, I'm like, oh no, Tom, I just said that, and he's like, fuck. And then we just were so depressed. <laughs> did, it, did it ruin the Yahtzee game? It ruined our yeah. game of Yahtzee. I was hanging out with a friend, uh, and we were, and then she had to like console me. I was yeah, like, no. so and. And there's all this other like emotional stuff that happened to me this summer. So I was like, oh fuck, I'm so sad. She's like, oh, about like your nephew or whatever. I get, and then she's, I'm like, no, Kawhi's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I it really felt like I had gone through a breakup or something. It was 100%. so sad. I had I, to forgive him. I had to find yeah. it within myself <laughs> to forgive Kawhi because he was so cool, and I yeah, love that was he was cool. weird and he wasn't yeah. like a normal athlete. And I just thought. Oh, God, the validation. If he just came back for one yes. more year. And we just got to enjoy this summer thinking we could win again. And yeah. every game next year would matter. And it's like, but we just have to, I mean, we won. We just we have won. to enjoy that we won. We Lots of great teams have never won. And but it, but it did feel like, it was like the most Toronto thing to win. And then to immediately feel like shit. Almost four winning. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's so true. Because like, it didn't. We, we didn't get that sort of respect of sort of being a a team that it, it's like it's it's almost like we didn't win in a way like listening yeah. to the NBA media. It's not like we got a you know we get a Christmas Day game which is cool. But and we're on the opening day too. Oh, that's cool. So we well, did maybe we'll get a little bit. Got a little. Maybe bit. we're just insecure Canadians. A hundred percent. That's yeah. what it is. But, but I, if he would have stayed, the whole nation would have stopped being insecure. I think. Oh, I think we would have instantly <laughs> yeah. become like we're we we're great. Yeah, yeah. of course. No yeah. kidding. We, hey, Stephen A. Smith. Could it be yeah. he fucking stayed? Yeah. Could it be that Toronto can't uh, isn't as exciting uh, as a city like Los Angeles? Perhaps? No way, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the hell up, Mike. Shut up, Mike. <laughs> I mean, sure, we shoot Kim's convenience here. We do have Kim's. Sure, this is the home. This is of- the question: Did Kawhi ever get to see an episode of one of our homegrown comedies? Well, that's well, well, that could have like, helped. Like, I bet, like, if maybe, maybe if he dines in on a season of Shit's Creek. Now, they should have sent him a box set of all the seasons of Shit's Creek to try and mm-hmm. convince him to stay in Toronto. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm not sure if they did. No, exactly. Like, how many working moms would it have taken? <laughs> did you see um, there was a. Now, I, everyone knows I love uh, political cartoons, editorial oh, really? cartoons. And I didn't one, know. Yeah, yeah, it's a big thing about me. Yeah. Uh, I always love them. I always laugh at them. Um, there was one in the Toronto Star yesterday that was sort of going around Twitter. Um, and to look at it without context, it was unclear <laughs> what the joke was and okay. what, what even was happening. It was a, uh, a Toronto Star uh, cartoonist named Theo 
Makatukas or oh, something? Oh, yeah. Some, a Greek man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was a cartoon of the CBC building lobby, and there was a poster that's, that said, Kim's Convenience, with special guest Paul Bernardo. And then there were two people standing in the lobby looking at the poster saying, CBC isn't what it used to be. And that was the comic, and like out of context, no one knew what, what this was. Are you familiar with what this is referencing? No. So... It's insane. It's exactly what I said. It's like Paul Bernardo in Kim's Convenience. Yeah, with oh. no context, it looks like right. an ironic joke. Like, you know what I mean? It's it like looks a- like trying to be shocking out, for, out of nowhere. What's but the joke about, though? And, and also, the, the only thing that Kim's Convenience has been in the news for lately is uh, Simu Liu being in a Marvel movie. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's the big story with Kim's Convenience. <laughs> so, this comic was referencing that the CBC news show, like The Fifth Estate, was considering doing a series to boost its ratings on Paul Bernardo that would feature interviews with Paul Bernardo and Carla Homolka. Now, if you know that background information, <laughs> I guess there's a world where the CBC inserting Paul Bernardo into yeah. shows to boost ratings kind of makes sense. But without that context, it looks like just a madman had an aneurysm <laughs> yeah. in the Toronto Star. I gotta say, even with the context, it seems like a madman going yeah. crazy. Do you think Paul Bernardo's jealous of the murder teens? Like, well, you think he's like, when he, he's like, oh, on the lamb. I should have thought of that. On the lamb. I mean, yeah. And he, probably, I should have went on the lamb. <laughs> he's probably envious of their freedom yeah. and, and probably their youth. Because he's, yes. what, in his, in his 50s now, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he used to be a looker. Not no more, yeah. Paul. Do you think Paul Bernardo has dad bod? <laughs> <laughs> Is Paul Bernardo a thought? <laughs> What's a thought? I don't actually know. <laughs> oh, is that thing? Is that what people say on Twitter? Your yeah, thought? it's like it's like that hot. over there. It's like yeah. oh, thick hot. Maybe? Is that what? Is that what? Yeah, that is that what that is? Yeah, oh, what was that like oh. that hoe over there? That's what thought is. What? Oh, okay. But do you think he's thick? And maybe the fifth estate is going to be like Paul. Yes or no? Are you thick? He'd be like, <laughs> I don't know. Am I? And then he'd turn his butt to the camera and start jiggling. Yeah, that wow. would be good. Yeah. Put that uh, statue on the waterfront of Sault Ste. Marie right there. Nice <laughs> jiggling Paul Bernardo ass. Are there any serial killers from Sault Ste. Marie who are famous? Um, Is Paul Schaefer from Sault Ste. Marie? I know no, he's not a serial killer. No, there's... The, <laughs> there's Thunder uh, Bay. He's from Thunder Bay. Uh, no, the, no, there's not. The, es- the Esposito brothers? Oh, oh, yeah, I'm okay, yeah, okay. Phil and Tony. Every famous Italian, yeah, I think Tony actually, yeah, yeah Phil and Tony. Yeah. yeah, is there a little Italy in Sault Ste. Marie? All of Sault Ste. Marie is a little Italy. Really, really? Yeah, huge Italian population. Are you part Italian at all? No, I'm the other part of Sault Ste. Marie, which is like French guy with a, a dash of First Nations somewhere along the way. Wow. It's either Italian or like Métis vibe. Well. Technically, but it's Métis kind of weird, right? Because it's its own culture. It's just like my grandma's uh, Ojibwe, basically. Oh, cool. Weird that I said Métis vibe also. I don't know (laughs) what I was going for with that. I can see that on a shirt. Métis vibe. I I knew... <laughs> oh An instantly God. discontinued shirt, like the most it's just white girls wearing a yeah. shirt. That oh, says yeah, that's, oh, that could work. I, I knew that you uh, were, had uh, native background, but mm-hmm. that's so. Your grandmother was Ojibwe. Is she still alive? Oh wow! Yeah. So where where did you... the gambling? <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. Okay, it's crazy. My I one time I went with my grandma. This is this. I went with my grandma to the casino. On Christmas Eve, 
because uh, she was gonna go, and I was like, I'll go spend time with my grandma, right? Like this will be nice. I don't know how long she's gonna be around for. She, we were there for like four hours. It was insane. I couldn't leave. Wow. She gambles she, like a what is, What's her game? Oh, slots. She just plays slots. Oh, God. Did wa- she win? Does she even out? Does she does she... even out normally right. at the end. But I watched her gamble away $100 in like 10 minutes. Right. <laughs> and she looked at me and she pulled out the bill. And she looked at me as if I was supposed to be like, it's okay. Because like she looked at me, pulled out the bill, and she went, she just shrugged and then put it in. I was like, oh, my God. And just disappeared. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's keeping her alive. Right. The slots. So, yeah, the gambling, yeah. Wow, does she do bingo? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think she does it as much anymore, but she did bingo. I think it's slots is easier. What, so there's a casino in Sault Ste. Marie? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Is We're, it part of the um, entertainment casino circuit? Like, do bands, like, does it say Aerosmith or no, Tom too, Jones play Sault Ste. Marie? It's too small. It's too small. Yeah, it's Sorry. too small. Nobody, nobody comes through. I think, like, maybe the Moffats, maybe they could play. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Are there any notable musicians or bands from Sault Ste. Marie? Treble Charger. No Treble way. Fuck yeah. That guy. That's how they knew about American Psychos. Now right on the border. I know how far yeah. you'll go if to we... be the next psycho. <laughs> American Psycho. Yeah. Cover of a magazine. Patron Saint of Trouble <laughs> Oh, you know more than me. Wow. Deep yeah. cut Treble Charger fans will know that when they started, they had more songs by Bill Priddle. And those were the those were the Holy gentle fuck. those were the gentle like thoughtful you know uh, songs and those were good and then Greg Nuri had the poppy annoying ones and then uh, gradually Bill's songs became less and less and Greg's became more and more but they did become more popular at that time James that's the most disturbing thing you've ever said <laughs> we got a triple charger we got a triple charger fan. I, I like that song. remember that song Red. And I'm like, as, as the, the red fades from your faded dress. Oh, maybe. Picture of the people. Maybe I should know these songs. Yeah. yeah. Is there a statue or a plaque to commemorate Treble Charger in Sault Ste. Marie? It's, it's a plaque of Greg Norrie uh, managing some 41. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did he become the... Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the guy's oh, yeah. probably... He produced. Yeah, Greg wow. Norrie's fucking loaded. He probably owns like a bunch of Sault Ste. Marie. Because I think he still wow. lives out there. Ah, that's what? probably not true. I bet he's in L.A. He be- with Kawhi. <laughs> laughing at us. Yeah. Maybe he's teaching Kawhi how to play pop punk. <laughs> yeah. All you need to know is these three chords. Kawhi. I would be fucking pissed at, at Greg Nuri if he's like teaching Kawhi in LA. He should have kept him up here. Yeah. Right? Especially if he likes pop punk. We got a lot of, you know, pop punk Oh, bands. yeah. There's that band. Punkers. Pop. Pop. Huge right now. Are they big? I liked. I've, I I uh, I uh, sort of just listened to it and I liked it. Yeah, there's not a lot of rock bands anymore no, that good. people. That one, I really like the single. Oh, yeah, no ever, one cares if you're sad or yeah, something. Yeah. No, no, that's a different one. That was oh, good too. yeah. Okay. Anyways, okay. This is in the pop punk corner. <laughs> <laughs> now, were is you a pop punker tre- as a teen or? I, no, I wasn't. But everyone, well, I kind of was. So I was in a punk band. <laughs> Called Renderware. Sorry, they called what? Renderware. Renderware. Um, oh, cool. Very, that sounds like a hacker thing. Like, yeah, it was rendering. From, one of the companies that made Grand Theft Auto, and we were all playing video games and playing and jamming in my friend's basement. And then I just started singing Renderware, and I was the singer, but I couldn't sing, so I would. It basically sounded like this. Like now, I, can you do you remember any of the songs? Could you give us a little sample oh, I, of any? I of them? remember. There's this one. That we, that I wrote all the lyrics are pretty good. Me and my friend were just talking about it. We had one 
So there's this one band. This is deep Sault Ste. Marie. Hopefully you guys got some listeners that love the Sault. So there's only a punk scene in Sault Ste. Marie. That's like the only it's alternative the only culture to like just like I don't know, curling or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and <laughs> curling or punk. Yeah, curling or punk. Um like Tough punk kind of metal. So there's this other band with our friends called The Drift. And provocative uh, name. We made fun of them because they sucked, not like us. <laughs> and so we had a song called Teabag. Oh, already... every, every time they played from the audience, it was like they were teabagging them. Right. And then the chorus was um, OT, OT bag. Why you gotta do that? Why you gotta do that? <laughs> that was your song as a reply? Yeah, that, yeah. Whoa. A little bit of a tiff. And then, um, it's like, like a Sweet Beach Boys, Beatles type thing. Exactly. Or Sweet yeah. Home Alabama and Southern Man. Right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Wow. We had the equivalent. We had the equivalent. And then Damn. we had a song called Baby's Mama, where the chorus was. Uh, <laughs> and who was this about? <laughs> this was about um, nobody. This was a work of pure fiction. Okay. And it was, uh, no, she's not the girl of my dreams. She's just my baby's mama. <laughs> <laughs> No, she's not the girl. Who's, she's just my baby's mama. She's just my baby's mama. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That and did rules. any of you have children in the band? No. <laughs> At the time. I don't know if any... I don't think anyone in the band... Oh, one... I think one band member has kids now. Right. Yeah. Oh. Those were there kids not- in your high school? Or uh, kids in your high no, school who had a, kids? Work of pure fiction. Don't know where it came from. Well, I woke up... I, I had dreamed it. It was like uh, yesterday. <laughs> Baby's mama, you just came to you in a dream, yeah. fully formed. Yeah, exactly. Just came into my head. <laughs> that's wild. Yeah, wow, yeah. that's cool. Also, like yesterday, uh, Baby's mama most covered <laughs> Sue <Saint> Marie song. <laughs> Are there any recordings of Renderware that exist? you can check it out? Is it online? Yes, for real. It's on YouTube. Oh, oh my god, I will right check now. it out. Yeah. Excellent. Maybe, maybe with your permission, we'll put a link. In oh, the, uh... please put a link. There's actually a hilarious YouTube video of me at a battle of the bands. <laughs> Because my thing wow. was I would stomp my foot a lot and like kind of spaz out. Like Stomp and Tom. Like Stomp and Tom, yeah. But like a punk. I could out stomp Stomp and Tom. I saw that she was standing where I always knew she would be. She had a smile. It took me a while. Knew I had to have her. No, she's not the girl of a dream. joke I came up with, or here's an idea I came up with. Um, I don't know how funny it is, but perfect. I was thinking recently how interesting it would have been if Stompin' Tom was still with us while the nation hunts for these murder teens, and if he sang a song <laughs> called, like, it's the ballad of the yeah. murder teens. And, uh, well, Gordon Lightfoot's still alive. Maybe he could do it. Maybe he can Gordon do Lightfoot it. Gordon Lightfoot could do right. the, the think, ballad of the murder teens. I think either I think Stompin' Tom would want to find the teens, though. He's like, we gotta find yeah. these teens. Yeah. They're causing we, lots of trouble. One's yeah. name by... Uh, one guy goes by the name Schmugelski, the other by <laughs> McLeod, going down the Trans-Canada Highway. You know what? The more we talk about this, the more I realize why Kawhi left. 
<laughs> he, someone tipped him off that something was going to happen with yeah, teens, and he yeah. got the hell out of camp. That was the thing where everyone was like, everyone was like, uh, oh man, why would Kawhi leave? He's got a whole country here to root for him. Yeah, this fucking country blows. <laughs> Of this goddamn country, it's fucking lame, man. You have a very funny stand-up joke, Jordan, where you say Canada is full of beautiful drives to terrible places, horrible. or something like that. <laughs> horrible, or maybe it's terrible. Oh, maybe horrible. I don't yeah. know. Didn't Drake put together a sort of like video to to coer- like to convince Kawhi to stay in Canada? Maybe the video wasn't good. Maybe they should have got a different Canadian celebrity to make a video to convince Kawhi. Like, like, like who do you think? Oh, off the top of my head, maybe someone Marilyn like... Marilyn Dennis? Uh, Marilyn Dennis. <laughs> yeah. um, Mark Critch. Oh, Critch. Critch would have done it. He should have got on. He should have brought Critch on the plane, maybe. Uh, Rick Mercer. Like, he could have brought back his yeah. alleyway rants. Oh, yes. Like, Kawhi, here's why I go to stay in, t- in, in Toronto. And he would like talk... Like, he talks so fast. He walks oh. so fast. He would, he would have been re-signed before he knew what happened. Yeah. He would have been bewildered. Who do you think James could have done a good job to convince Kawhi to stay in Canada? Oh, boy. Oh Jan bo- Arden. Well, uh, hey. Our number one sitcom star. Absolutely. Kawhi, if you don't stay in Canada, you are insensitive. Oh, right. I'm just making that's that up. good. Off the top of my head. But Great. who do you think? Wow. Well, um, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Rick Moranis? Oh, that was pretty you know, good. He, actually. he actually put out an album, a comedy album of songs recently. What? That, yeah, my friend played it for me. It's really weird. But he kind of came out of retirement and made like an album <laughs> really? of funny songs. Yeah. That's crazy. It's also in the uh, songs, it's very, um, it's, uh, it's sort of, um, he really plays up his Jewish culture. And I never really thought about, like, it's sort of like, you know, my mother's brisket. Like, he has a song <laughs> really? called that. Yeah. And uh, I didn't really think of, but of course, I guess, but I never yeah, really thought about I never about, think of Rick Moranis as, uh, as Jewish. But if you hear his album, You'll it's, never all forget it. all, <laughs> it's all about it. It's all about it. Puts it in your face. Yeah. <laughs> what about Frank D'Angelo? You think Frankie uh, Boy could have convinced? Oh God, he could have offered to Kawhi part in one of his mob movies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've seen. Have you guys seen how many Frank D'Angelo movies have you guys seen? I've actually never seen any. Oh man, neither have I. Neither have I. Oh yeah. what? Yeah. I've seen. We're doing a lot of name dropping today, but yeah. Tim Gilbert is showing me many, okay. and I've seen probably three or four. I've seen um, Big Fat Stone. <laughs> And what's that about? That one is a departure for Frank. Usually he's a mobster, right, like right. in Real Gangsters or Sicilian Vampire, where he's a vampire monster, mobster. Yeah. Right. In Big Fat Stone, he basically plays someone who I'm going to say is mentally slow. <laughs> he's like a homeless guy who's kind of simple. Just the, He wrote it. And he finds a big fat stone, a diamond. Oh, God. And he's such a good-hearted man. He goes to a thrift store and is like, I want to, you know... Maybe I could donate this and like you know <laughs> get money for school or something like that. And in every movie, he's always like a kind-hearted, wonderful man who everyone fears and respects. Yes, like, that's all his yeah, characters. Yeah. Like he's a perfect man, but don't, if you cross him, fear him. Yeah, right. Well, what's the premise uh, for a Frank D'Angelo movie that Kawhi could be in? Maybe a movie about maybe um, well a Zamboni it- driver. Yeah, and that's not bad. And that could be Frank. No, I think a washed up, 
like 40-year-old guy or however old who suddenly gets a chance to play for the Toronto Raptors. Yes. That right. is that's a D'Angelo movie right there. Yeah. And he doesn't even know how to dribble, but for some reason he's so nice and everyone fears and respects him. So he's an all Italian basketball team. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Well, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard's playing on a on the Raptors and he's lost his shot. Something's he's happened. just shooting bricks. The guy yeah. can't get a Something's basket. Going on upstairs and he can't so do he's like, yeah. I don't know what to do. So he goes to a local bar in Hamilton, and uh, some fan is there, and it's Frank. He's got an uh, earring in. He's got right. his chains. He goes, uh, hey, Kawhi, uh, I think you, 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 your, your hand's not high enough when you're shooting your shot. Kawhi's like, who the hell are you? Turns out Frank's a basketball savant and teaches Kawhi how to get his shot back Right. And in the end, Frank is the one celebrated and raised in the parade on everyone's shoulders. Right. I like. I would watch that. Yeah, that's, that's a, a good movie. idea. And maybe there's a scene where Frank kills Uncle Dennis. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, cool. yeah. to to great applause. Yeah. Would there be some sort of like um, conflict where Kawhi's like, "I just can't do it. I can't do it," and he's like, "Frank is like." Yes, you can. It's all in your head. And he like sort of slaps Kawhi. I could see it. Yeah. Kawhi would and definitely then. be afraid of Frank in the movie because he oh, respects yeah. him and he fears yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I would. I think that's what should have happened. I think yeah. that's the package that we couldn't. Fuck. Oh, I well. know it's such a nightmare. Are they going to be good this year? The Raptors. They'll be like okay, right? I think they'll be good. I think you, they'll be good. What's the game plan now? We just try to be good, and then we'll have a bunch of free money up, and then we'll try to get some other guys? Yeah, yeah that's the game <laughs> All right. plan. All right. That's the game plan, yeah. Well, it's going to go back to being shit after this season. Um, so anyway. we, we've learned a lot about Sault Ste. Marie. Yes. I want to go. We should do a live recording. You should do that's it. A good idea. No one would come. One of the joys about Sault Ste. Marie is explaining to everyone you meet what a podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't made them up there yet. They haven't made it. Have you ever done a stand-up show in Sault Ste. Marie with your downtown Toronto material? Oh, yeah. Um, I have. How, how did it go? Surprisingly well. Huh. Right. Yeah. Because are they dazzled because they've never seen anything? It's a weird uh, place. It's actually kind of weird. I was thinking about it when I was there because it's kind of a weird... It's kind of like a, almost like a microcosm... For all of Canada, because there is a sort of like, there's like bougie, like, there's not as, like, all the people, first off, there's an H&M there, so everyone looks like they look here. <laughs> like, once the H&M shows up, everyone just looks the same. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, there's there's one side of town that's rich. Okay. And then, uh, and they obviously got all my jokes. No. <laughs> <laughs> And then, um, and then, but it's like so. There's there's this sort of there's a huge class divide, and then there's like the rich side, and they like love like riding their bikes. There's like a bike trail that just opened huh. up that everyone's very excited. So about. there is a fancy. There's part. a bougie part. There's okay. like a hip. Okay. There's like a hip kind of bougie thing going on. Wow. And it's happening there, and, um, and they have podcasts. They know what podcasts are for okay. sure. And then, but then there's also like, but then there's also like grungy like, like Seattle. No. <laughs> Like there, people like there's a steel mill, right? And they're all obsessed with the the plight or the ups and downs of the steel mill. Right. Oh man, like, you will hear about the steel mill when you're there. People will talk about it. Wow. Is it Sault Ste. Marie that also has a big Finnish population and a, a famous that, pancake house or a waffle? That's place? Thunder Bay, I think. I keep on confusing yeah. your hometown yeah. with Thunder Bay. Thunder Bay. <laughs> Thunder Bay is bigger and. Uh, more racist, mm. and is it far from Sault Ste. Marie? It's super far. It's is like it? a nine-hour drive from Sault Ste. Marie. Holy crap! Ontario yeah, Thunder is too big. Yeah, that's why the teens are fucking scot-free. 
Right. If they're in Ontario, we'll never find them. Yeah, you know that's what, what the cops were saying. We're like, we got it. as long as they don't make it to Ontario. <laughs> yeah, when I when I went to North Bay, it felt so far. I'm like, well, we're really far north. Then you look at the map, You're and it's like, yeah. if you look at a map of Ontario, it's like two centimeters above Toronto. Yeah, and then there's just all this up there. Tons. I was of like, shit I drove three and a half hours up here in Sault Ste. Marie. Um, like not in the town. <laughs> oh, actually, it's funny that you said that because my mom. She was she was showing me like a tree in her backyard, and literally she was like, "That's where the bear went." <laughs> wow! So I guess there was a a bear wandering around, and then the inevitable thing happened. They shot and killed the bear, and then of course my mom said the thing that everyone says when that happens: "Like, well, why'd they have to shoot and kill the bear?" <laughs> As if there's like an alternative or something. Like, couldn't we just let the bear kind of live in town and just yeah. like hang out? Now, uh, Jordan, <clears throat> we can edit this out if you want, but mm. uh, you tweeted a couple times that when you were home, your mom had ever, like uh, erotic thrillers on oh, yeah. uh, oh, on so, Netflix. So I don't want to pry. It's no, mom. no, no. It was insane. It was crazy. <laughs> I went on her Netflix, and it was like, and not even in the recommended for you part, but like just every like <laughs> just like you know when you turn on netflix and it just goes like just every genre it was always like the horniest movies <laughs> my mom <laughs> well maybe that's why you're so horny it didn't, didn't fall far from the yeah, tree. Yeah, do you remember exactly. any We're of the both t- on, my mom and i are both on that tree humping it <laughs> do you remember any of the titles no i wish that i i wish that i could but it was like like maybe there's one i'm trying to remember but there's so many if you like when you flip through Netflix, you'll see them. It's like, like my joke about it is like, if there's a movie where the picture is a man breathing on a woman's neck, my mom's <laughs> watched it. <laughs> <laughs> like any movie like that where the image is like slightly erotic, my mom's watched it. It's crazy. I was like, literally, I was so glad that we weren't watching it at the same time because I was like almost embarrassed for her. Because <laughs> her recently watched was crazy. <laughs> We were talking when you got here before we started recording. We were talking about uh, erotic thrillers in the '90s and oh, '80s, yeah. and how Michael Douglas had that cornered, huh? What he a was run! In all like disclosure, we were talking disclosure. about Fatal Attraction, obviously, Basic he, Instinct, Basic Instinct. That's a holy grail of them. Yeah. Was he the boss in Indecent Proposal, or is that someone else? No, that's no, Robert, Robert Redford. Redford. He's not in Indecent, but Demi Moore's in Indecent Proposal, and then she's in Disclosure, right? But and we were, and I was saying and she seduces the fuck out of Michael Douglas. Oh yeah, he couldn't say no. He couldn't say no. Ruined his life. When we were talking, because I. I I was saying, like, how did Michael Douglas become the guy in all these erotic thrillers? Do women did women think he was hot? Is he sexy? Is he? Yeah. I think I think he was seen as sexy, but also probably women just wanted to use him to get to his dad. <laughs> and I think that's still the case. Still the case. I think Catherine Jones is just tr- waiting for the right moment to do it with Kirk Douglas. Is Kirk Douglas still alive? He's very much st- sort well, of still I alive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to describe it as very much alive. <laughs> He's never, never been more alive. <laughs> never been harder. That's crazy. <laughs> That's probably he probably is hard. He probably feels like sap. <laughs> if you're 102 years old, if he took a Viagra pill, would that even work, or is it just too late for anything? I think your to... toenails fall off. Shoot <laughs> 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 off. Um, oh, I think man. I think Michael Douglas was seen as sexy, but I think also he sort of represented. They like because all those movies are like about guys that have their stuff together. They seem to, mm-hmm. right. and then 
their horniness is their downfall. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, what are Greek myths about? They're about hubris or whatever. In the 90s, it was about horniness. <laughs> you know what? You're right. There was a horniness was a thing. American Pie? Hello? Yeah, it was all nice. about like, we can't get too horny, America. We're losing the plot. Yeah. Bill Clinton. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God! It Horny was an allegory for Bill Clinton. But it was. But it all, I would argue it goes the other way, where the cultural push of this sort of horn, this dealing with our collective horniness, created Bill Clinton. Oh, he's he. That's what he represents. The, the cultural. Yeah, the cultural moment pushed Bill Clinton. So America willed him into existence. Yeah, the story. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, and then we yeah. went the other way, hardcore Christian with W. Exactly. Do they do they make? Yeah, the reaction to that. Yeah. yeah. In these complicated times, they don't make horny teen movies anymore, do they? Uh, you, there's this new one out called Good Boys. Yeah. I don't know if they're no, they are horny. Yeah, no, they're horny. They're comeback. But they're 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 a little bit below horny though. They just want to kiss. Yeah, they just want to kiss. That's yeah. actually true. Me yeah. and my pals, when we get together, all we want to do is put our girls. toes in the water again. We're back. Right. Yeah. I guess that movie Blo- Blockers was about horny. Yeah, teens. it's still there's still uh, out there. That looked so dumb. I love that these movies are always promoted as from the guys that brought. It's always it's always like whenever it's <laughs> a comedy. Part. Party. Yeah, it's whenever it's a comedy, they can never just say from the director. It's always like from the guys who. <laughs> it's like they were just at a pool or something. It's like they made a movie happen. It's so stupid. <laughs> oh, that would be funny because it was just made by guys, you know, regular Joes, regular fellas from the schmucks that brought you <laughs> dinner with schmucks from the pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly from the fucking moron asshole <laughs> from the dumb shit nobodies that brought. You this piece of fucking from shit. the worthless, <laughs> talent free <laughs> idiots. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Oh man, that's how we should brand this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, oh man, <laughs> this has been a great episode. It's been good, oh, Jordan. We, you're we're hilarious, we've man. We've gone all over. Do you we have any predictions? First of all, we're gonna pivot to politics for just, oh, just I, before I, we end. Well, politics, everything's politics. We've been political the whole time, we haven't. Yeah. And who, who do you think is gonna clinch? The Democratic uh, nominee. Oh yeah, oh. could it be you know Bernie? Who? I think it. I hope it. Who do I think or who do I hope? <laughs> who do you both? Think? Who do you hope? Who do you think? Yeah, I hope it's like Bernie president, and then he picks Warren as VP. Mm-hmm. Which is it's weird that we talk about it now as if it is like, like it is like a fucking. It's such a reality show. I was just listening to an episode of the Daily about this. Mm-hmm. And uh, Michael Barbaro, Michael, listening, getting touch. Oh, can, we, can we get <laughs> off to? I love how Michael Barbaro, Barbaro, part of his job is sounding dumb as shit, right? Like, <laughs> like they're explain to me how that works. They're like, well, money is like it's like like he doesn't know. Huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also interesting. His last name sounds like Barber, and he has interesting facial hair. He yeah. does. So also, brutal. Throw that up. Makes me think of a barbarian. Oh, right? so masculine. He's, yeah, he's got <laughs> big famous biceps. Yeah, Barbaro will save us. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, he breaks two microphones a week by holding yeah. them too tightly with his strength. Last weekend, I heard you know in like Terminator Two, and Arnold sh- shows up like naked at the biker bar and he kills everybody and like yeah. Barbero did that too. <laughs> oh my goodness! Anyway, so you oh, hope sorry. you hope Bernie and I hope Warren. Bernie and Warren are one of the two. I hope it's one of the two. If not, we're all fucked. Yeah. So um, yeah, Biden's just a damn turd. Isn't yeah, he? Biden sucks. <laughs> and Biden will turd. Lose. Trump will destroy Biden. I don't. Th- I think it. I think it'll be one of the. I do actually think it'll be Bernie or Warren. I can't see Biden doing it. I, I hope not. And um, uh, yeah. And to get a little closer to home, 
Yeah. Our country has an election. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Equally yeah. charismatic. Andrew Shears apparently in Toronto right now. Did oh. you see that? There's pictures on Twitter of him, like, literally emerging from bushes and shaking people's <laughs> hands. <laughs> Which is, like, the only way you can get people to, like, shake his hand. Do you think uh, he's going, like, is he going to literally go to the Carabana uh, Festival and, like, <laughs> show like, the I, shit yeah. beat out of him? <laughs> I'm inclusive. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting costumes and then beaten to death. Yeah, hi, gentlemen. Uh, yeah. yeah, this looks like a lot of fun. I <laughs> think I think Trudeau. I think Trudeau wins uh, here. Shears like crazy religion. Is he? Yeah, he's super, but he also loves The Simpsons, which is I hate when horrible people love a good thing. <laughs> I can only like, imagine. you're not allowed to enjoy that. There must be something in your yeah. brain. But I can only imagine he doesn't get it. Like he yeah. just watches it and he's like, it might be new ha-ha. Simpsons. Like maybe he yeah. he's such a loser he only likes season like twenty three and up. <laughs> it's I like, think it's getting better. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ben Shapiro will tweet like memes from the office or something. Yes. I'm like, you don't get to do that. You don't you get little to enjoy nerd. these things. You get fucking, your hands off yeah. our office memes. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Our so, forefathers died for those. Yeah. Oh cool. That shit's out there. It's great. Like when you go to Suzanne Marie though, you feel like that whole like Racial tension that Trump did in America—it's like here for sure. Oh yeah, right. oh yeah, yeah. Is it is it a black white thing or is it a native it's thing? More or? well, that one's crazy in Sault Ste. Marie, but that's mm-hmm. like before this. It's more against like brown people. That's oh, okay, that's well, like yeah, it's also right, against black right. people, but it's against like brown people. It's mm. uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, <laughs> I want to do this as a joke, where it's like where um, you know, whenever I go home and. Uh, you know, because as a good progressive, we're supposed to talk to our family, right? When you go home, <laughs> talk to your family, talk to your family. But my voice, I'm never like strident enough. I'm never like, don't say that. Like, I'm always like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. hard with old people sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Anyways. Well, anyway, well, that was a fun this little was a, uh, political This chat. was a great, oh, would, my God. Would you guys call it a romp? This was a romp. It was we a romp. laughed, we cried. Yeah, yeah. Real romp. Um, we got horny. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> Jordan, uh, God. So you have a comedy album out. Yeah. And, What's it called? Uh, uh, check. Out, it's <laughs> called uh, "Standing on the Edge of Unspeakable Anxiety." And look, and you got a Twitter account. We'll link to that. You got a Twitter account. Jordan writes and, for Vice. He writes yeah. great things on Vice. I got a hot article coming out. Ooh, oh, cool. Yeah, okay. Are you allowed to give us a preview? I when I was in Sault Ste. Marie, I don't. I hadn't seen my dad in three years. I literally. Uh, well, I didn't literally, but I ran into him, like, on the street. Oh, wow. And then he didn't recognize me. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow, it was an unplanned? Uh, it was an un... Uh, I was Walk planned, in? but... Uh, <laughs> uh, it was an un- It was completely oh, unplanned. Wow. I went for lunch the next day, and it was pretty good. Anyways, if you want oh, more of that tale, God. the article well, that comes out next excellent. week. Very interesting. Yeah. And uh, is there anything else you want to throw out there? Uh, watch this hour as 22 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan's right in there. Okay. Well, Jordan, thank you so much. That was amazing. Thanks, guys. And Mike, see you next week. See you next week, James. <laughs>